I'm one of your host, Mills. I'm your man, P. We bike. Yep. Sorry we missed y'all, man. It's just been too hectic for the both of us. It's been crazy. Crazy is an understatement, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head on over to Patreon if you are not a member. We just dropped a, a special episode. We're going to do those more often. It was a good well, joint. A good, super good joint. It definitely was a good joint. Uh, you know, we gave our little Drake critique. I know that's a big topic. <laughs> but here we back. We back for uh, back this week, man. So you want to kick it off with Tales or me kick it off? You can kick it off. I got you. All right. So longtime listeners of the Food Joint Podcast, um, I think he, I think I told the story or I may mention to Chef Pain in the Ass. Okay. Always trying to get me fired. Okay. <laughs> so, um, one day, coming to work, for whatever reason, he was there during service, and that was never a thing. Okay. It would be the sous chefs running the kitchen, and he'd just either be in the office or 6 o'clock, he out. It's like 8 o'clock, so we just looking at each other like, the fuck he's still doing here? So then I go out in the dining room, and I see my regional there, so I'm like, oh, okay. <clears throat> so, we, you know, I'm expediting, getting shit out. And I just see him with his hands on his waist, just like looking around, like, yeah, you know, these are, this is my staff. And I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> I don't know if somebody bumped him or he slipped on something, but bro, he fell, he fell, but it was one, it was the slowest fall ever in recorded history. Was he trying to brace, save himself? That leads in the second part. He was falling like trying to teach a baby how to walk. Mm. Arms out. <laughs> I was like, yeah. One of the servers was like, I saw his whole ass. And I was like, what? She was like, yo, his pants fell down. I saw his whole ass. She's like, I didn't want to see that. I didn't want him to know him that way. And I was like, how the fuck did I? I'm like, I saw him going down and I blinked and then he was on the ground. That's how, like, I'm like, what the fuck? How do you fall? He was just standing in place. Funniest shit ever. And he just see him getting up all slow and shit. And he left. <laughs> so, yeah, non slips, guys. You got to have You got to have non slips. So, I mean, well, since you, let's just, let's just keep it there in that realm. Yeah. But this is a tale from the kitchen about me. I took a spill. <sighs> <laughs> so happens to the best of us. I'm at the I'm at the hotel. Uh huh. I'm cafeteria, so I'm putting the food out. So I set lunch up. I'm putting the food in the steam tables and everything else. I already got the salad bar and all that other stuff set up. At my job, it was very very like clockwork. The same people every day came in. There's mm-hmm. lunch open, same people being there at the end, so on and so forth. I guess, you know, everybody had their own specific lunch break. So me and a couple of my old heads, we in the cafe. So it's like a small puddle of water underneath the steam table area that you couldn't see. But again, like you said, non-slip shoes. I was in that joint with, with Jordans on. This motherfucker here, boy. <laughs> my foot... <laughs> hit that puddle and I start ice skating 
I'm ice skating. I'm slide. I'm ice skating back and forth. Like, back sub, and like forth. Sub-Zero on Mortal Kombat when you throw the yeah, ice on the Yeah, exactly. Just like that. I did not want to go down. I fought, bro. I fought for like 30 seconds. It was the longest fall oh my God. ever. And then I hear somebody in the background, Pat, just fall. <laughs> so I just stopped fighting. And I let it go, and I fell, and I went down, and one of my legs slid underneath the steam table, and my big toe hit something underneath the steam table, and my toe, my big toe swole up, it was like a golf ball, and I'm limping around for the rest of the day, I'm in excruciating pain, and I'm like, yo, this is some fucking bullshit. I called out the next day and everything. And then, of course... By the end of lunch, the whole hotel heard, heard about that it. I took home. a spill. Yo, you know, you know, homie, so you know, P fell, right? <laughs> it was funny as shit. He, yeah. uh, he, he didn't want to go down, but he went down. He fought it for like 30 seconds. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, yo. I was so embarrassed. I laid there for a little while, too, before I got up. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm down here now. It's no, I, I, I wasn't in a rush to fall. I'm not going to be in a rush to get back up. Yeah, take your time. That's the worst thing you do is rush before you get your bearings back together. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's funny as hell. All right, so topic for this week. I'm going I'm to read these these two headlines. I, I just want your opinion. I go to the first one. Kraft is recalling 83,800 cases of singles cheese after discovering potential choking hazard. All right, what's the second one? The USDA is recalling more than 58,000 pounds of ground beef. So, what's your, what's your thoughts? The sad part about my reaction to both of them is there is no reaction because I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised at all, bro. This is just, to me, this is just a classic example of when... Cutting corners and costs come back to bite you in the ass because choking hazard and stuff like that and whatever the ground beef situation is, if the proper steps were taken to do what's necessary to do and when it comes to the manufacturing of of food or just items in general, just like, you know, our parents would say back in the day, haste makes waste. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up coming back and doing the work again if you don't do it right the first time. So I have no reaction because nothing surprises me at this point. So this is this is why I don't really eat beef. Couple that with the fact that we have as much labor issues ever. You're right. This is what happens when you cut corners, but I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't think that they don't got enough people maintaining those factories and um, tending to those animals. You can't tell you like 58,000 pounds is a lot. No, that's yes. And for that just to be like, oh, it's just a recall. It's like, what the fuck was going on? Fifty-eight thousand pounds of beef that came out of one factory. Uh, I'm not sure. 
I could double check on that just to give you the proper information. But because how much do you think a standard cow weighs? Shit, thousand pounds? Probably. Probably. So fifty eight cows, give or take, right? Uh, cows are twenty. Uh, females are sixteen hundred pounds. Males are twenty four. Hundred. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's one factory. That's one factory, bro. That's like what? If you count male and female, that's what like twenty five cows. Nah, around about thirty cows. Yeah, twenty twenty. So let's just, just say, say twenty to thirty. Hypothetically, you know how people say, "Oh, our beef is grass fed," or "Our beef is you know this or that or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be." That just means to me that. Some asshat wasn't paying attention and fed, let them eat whatever they wanted to or fed them the wrong shit or something and didn't realize it until after the fact. And now these cows that were in this factory that lost a life for nothing, <laughs> they were all going in the trash. Okay, so I'm um, looking at the article. It says uh, the exact number is 58,281 pounds of ground beef um, as it may be contaminated with uh, <laughs> toxin-producing E. coli. Somebody shit the bed. Real bad. Real fucking bad. And, like, I know this is the big thing. We always say this on this, on this show. You can kill someone. <laughs> you can kill someone. So now, because at one place I had to work, we ha- um, I had to go through the process because we had a bunch of products got recalled. It's a fucking tedious task because you got to find. First, you got to find. They'll send you like an email, say, hey, red alert. This is the product. This is SKU number. Um, send it back. We'll reimburse you. But like sometimes you may have to go through a whole case and look through because it may be we'll just take peanut butter and if, we'll just say a case is like six six um jars of peanut butter for some reason you may have three of them that have that number that like gotta get sent back and the other three are good yeah, yeah. so it's always and then you gotta remember well, what if you opened one of them already before you got the the alert right now you gotta figure out everything you made with that one thing like it's just a pain in the ass and it's just like oh my goodness fucking negligence now and you know what in the article it said um one of the people tested a uh, tested a small sample what if he was off that day and we have an e coli breakout like he's off Mm-hmm. And you figure, all right, 58,000 58, pounds of ground beef. Ground beef, more, more often than not, comes in, what, one pound increments in a supermarket? Yeah. So, <laughs> potentially, you just, <laughs> you just kill, like, a small town. Yeah. It was just fucking nuts. Or just gave a small town a, town. a vicious case of diarrhea for the yeah. weekend. Or, and that's on the lighter end. <laughs> on the heavy end of the spectrum is hospitalization. Yeah. And then... But I wonder, like... I mean, granted, yes, it was it, it was human error on, on the worst level. But I wonder, like, 
how does that even happen? Like, what has to happen for that to happen? That I don't know. But because E. coli has something to do with like feces, right? I'm pretty sure. Let me double check. Um, yeah. So how did shit get in the ground beef? <laughs> That's funny as shit how you worded it that way, but I don't know. Not properly tending to the animals, not properly sterilizing the environment. Listen, when you die, everything comes out. Oh, yeah. You just call it evacuation. So, you know, body hit the eject button. So somebody was just, somebody just was like, I'm clocking out. Or or they just (laughs) walked. This could be a thing, too. They just probably walked with their shoes, walked across some shit, tracked it. it. It could be any fucking thing. And it's just fucking clean as you go and especially when you're dealing with and I know that's like a shitty job to have you gotta really be literally yeah even to I I can't think of another word but slaughtering animals and then bringing them down like it's 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 a it's hard work yeah but like you gotta take extra care with some shit like that and I can almost guarantee you they're not getting paid properly which goes into our last our last conversation about the the culinary union on strike. Oh, the one in, Fl- in, yeah, in, in Vegas, Vegas yeah. yeah. And now they talk uh, Caesars, MGM. They they're gonna pick it. They couldn't get the money situation figured out. Right after we talked about that, one of my homies that um, I think I told my one of my, one of our homies that we used to work with. I don't know if you I don't know if you knew him. I don't know if y'all was there at the same time, but we was all at the spot together. What is his name, sir? K. K. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Not from the kitchen, though. Not that one. He uh, he worked across the street in LTSR. Oh, uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, he um, was in Vegas for the Canelo John. <laughs> and... Um, he stayed at the Venetian. I didn't know the Venetian was as nice as it was. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's very expensive, but anyway. You gotta treat um, yourself. He um I was talking to him and he said that, you know, he didn't have any issues out there, you know, food, drinks, stuff right, like right. that, because Vegas planned for that shit accordingly. The shit never it's crazy, like some places it's like the strike never even happened. Mm-hmm. But they didn't strike yet. Even then, like they weren't, they were planning. They were still trying to get the contracts on together. Okay, yeah, because he said when he was out there, it was business as usual. Yeah, yeah, no, this this week, potentially next week. I see. I want to know how far off they are on that number because I really want to know what that number is that they can't figure out. I hope it's not like remember in Ocean's Thirteen when they went on strike at the at the Dice Factory. I didn't. I didn't see Ocean's Thirteen. My apologies, bro. Okay. <laughs> but continue. I could I context clues. I could put it together. So it was a strike at the dice factory. And, <laughs> that's a random um, fucking thing. <laughs> that's random as shit to and, put in a movie. Well, no, it wasn't. Because Dice? I know I understand it's oceans. They, I know, like I know the Oceans yeah, franchise. Yeah. But di- like dice factory. That's yeah. random. 
They had their guys infiltrate the factory so they can get loaded dice so they can pull off their con. For sure. But there was a strike. <laughs> and it I'm was go watch it now. <laughs> it was just like the potential culinary strike. Mm-hmm. Fair wages, um, working conditions, yada, 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 so on and so forth. So Danny Ocean was like, yo, what's the what's the difference? Like, like how much are they asking for? And they told him the number that um they was asking for, and he was like, So y'all just wanna write a, a check? <laughs> and they were like, No, not per person. This is the number in total. And the number was so small that they could have just. But for them, it's like life changing. You know what I'm saying? For sure, yeah, yeah. Because the dice factor, dice strike, it was in Mexico. (laughs) Okay. So it was like, we getting paid. $1.25 $1.25 If we could just get to $5 It was something like, like that yo no. and It's was, fucked up And they was like Yo just write Just write the check yo Come on we gotta get this shit back open <laughs> <laughs> And I was cracking the fuck up Because of the stereotype Because it's like This is what really happens Yo sometimes Like cheap labor Yo well, over, oh, But they want What they want They feel like Listen mm-hmm. like We don't want the moon And the stars This is what we feel like We deserve Give us this We'll divvy it up accordingly, right? But we like we want our bread, and it's like, damn, like we thought it was like major, major. But you got to think about it. Damn, we was talking about cheese and ground beef. Now we about to get into some real deep shit. If you think about it, a majority of the world's wealth is one percent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh my god, I can't remember the name politician. Reagan, Reaganomics. I'll give all the money and it trickles down. No, that's not. That's not. All the money should start at the top and it trickles down. Like that's that was the logic, and it's still going on, and it's been proven that that shit don't work. Right. If people are poor, we can't go get Scott tissue to make you like. No, you give the people a lot of money, and then it trickles back up. The more mm-hmm. money they got, the more money the middle and lower class have, the more they're going to spend. And the more it's going to boost the economy. Bingo. So, like, just this idea of, nah, 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 you know, $15 an hour. What the fuck? Like, y'all asking for too much. Nah, it's kind of livable wage. And then you couple that with with um, the price increases on every fucking thing. Like The price of living goes up exponentially every year. Cause listen, my fucking rent. Every year. My rent. Here? I got my, um, I to renew my lease. When? <laughs> I had to do it. Oh, you did it already? Yeah. Okay. But, oh, oh, you said you had to. I thought you said you have to. I had to, yeah, yeah. But the fucking increase, I'm like, wait, what? Huh? This don't make no sense. It was a substantial increase? Mm-hmm. We'll talk. We'll talk. But anyway, it's just like, yo, they, at some point, something has to give. And yeah. that, that goes with 
the craft single shit, the ground beef shit, fucking the shit over in Vegas. Damn, I, I don't want to keep saying shit and we talk about food. <laughs> but the strike, the recalls, like you got to understand if you want people to work, you got to pay them properly. Because otherwise, majority of Americans we know is going to scratch and survive and they're going to figure it out. Yeah. Either so they're gonna figure it out either in the best way or the worst way. Yeah, they're gonna figure but it out. They're gonna figure it. Listen, listen. What freeway say? If my kid's hungry, snatch some food up at your kitchen. Yeah. So they just gotta do better across the board. This but, is why you know when you want to hear something funny. What's up? This is why some, not all. Mm-hmm. This is why some of these OnlyFans chicks is winning. <laughs> I didn't know you was going to take it there. The only reason I brought that up is because I actually know somebody that <laughs> created one. Yo, listen. And I'm not talking about like I saw the content and nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, no. But I did see the, I don't, I don't, I don't want to call them receipts or invoices, but like, the, uh, like uh, whatever the, the payout, the payout at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Like I saw what it looked like after OnlyFans got their cut, because mm-hmm. it's just like anything else. You yeah, know, you yeah, put yeah. a car on tour road; they got to get theirs. Right. So um, I saw the the you know the payout, whatever, after OnlyFans and after taxes, because taxes mm-hmm. gets taken out too. Don't say the number. No, five five figures to six. No, no, no. This is like new, like like new to OnlyFans. Like, okay. This, like this person hasn't been on there. What that mean? It means like 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 she's new to OnlyFans, whereas though she's only been on OnlyFans maybe I, I, for like I, four months. But I'm saying that like <laughs> so lightning, lightning so strikes. Lightning does strike, but I was just saying that in the sense like when you said five six figures, her quote unquote clientele isn't up there yet. But for the fans that I guess she has that mm-hmm. actually pays for her OnlyFans in four months. To bring in, it was less than a hundred, but over fifty. I'm trying to like dollars, thousand. Wait, what? It was in four months. Mm-hmm. This person made less than a hundred k, but over fifty k. Because you said don't say the exact number. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, we that get messy. But you want to know something crazy? When we was and when we was initially when I was initially brainstorming this thing, I thought about it. What doing OnlyFans? N- no, <laughs> I was about to say what? No, <laughs> I thought about putting this on OnlyFans. Oh, oh, oh. but just as like a oxymoron. Well, you know, but the thing with it is, like, I think OnlyFans gets a really bad rap because so many people look at it for for what it is. But, but I know I, I know couples that are on OnlyFans. No, 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 no. That have, I got I got you. Yeah. But that was the point because if you're going over there for that, you might as well just go over here and look at this. No, listen, I get it. <laughs> I get it, yo. Like, listen, like people are making money hands over fist. Listen. And we were still going to we still going to drop everything for free, but then it was just like, uh. Yeah, because they would have to get their cut. And it's like True. you can't put this on here for free cuz how are we going to get paid? Yeah. Well, no, we'd still do the our Patreon model. 
Mm. So, but, I mean, listen, if you want to put us on the fans, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Matter of fact, I just thought of something. We'll talk later. All right. But no. <laughs> but yeah, let's get back on track, man. Oh, my goodness. Um. <laughs> no, but like you were saying, though, yeah. if you want things to be done right, if you want things to be done with a sense of responsibility and done in a manner in which you, people, you yourself and the people that are employing you can be proud of, you do have to pay people what they, what they should be getting paid. For sure. Absolutely. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, not what you think is fair, but what is actually fair. Like... But see, here's the thing. I don't think people, I don't think the people that make the the salaries and the wages, I don't even think they understand what a livable wage is because, okay, if you make, if you make it, if you're making a million dollars a year, right? Mm-hmm. After taxes. Mm-hmm. So let's just say you make two million before, a million after. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what a real livable wage is because of your access. Right. So you can't say you're not like, like you don't understand like what 50 grand feels like feels like. Right. You don't know what 40 feels like for a year, for a year, not for a month, for a year. For you don't year. even understand. And I think that it just has to be. I think what I think, and granted, I understand location, location, location plays a part. But um, if I'm making fifteen dollars in Philadelphia, and somebody's making fifteen in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, that fifteen stretches different. Oh yeah, and I, I think that's what the worry is, because. If you're making fifteen dollars an hour in New York City today, you you might as well be making five dollars an hour. Less than that. But, so listen, so many people. Like when I lived in New York, so many people were like, "How are you living here?" And especially where I was, I was in Turtle Bay, which is near Central Park. I could walk to Central Park, and. It, people are like, how can you, and you buy yourself? People couldn't understand it. Now, what I was, I was paying reduced. Next, next to nothing, right? right. <laughs> but just my everyday living. If I wasn't a chef, I would, I would really be like, what the fuck? I'm eating tonight. Because mm. New York is that expensive. A, a slice. A slice and a soda that would be like I'm tired of like eating steakhouse shit. Mm-hmm. A slice and a soda was like twelve dollars. A slice, yeah. Listen, that spot in New York, which one? Cuts and slices. I think it was in Brooklyn. Okay, they're like mad popular right now. Mm-hmm. A slice of pizza, uh, uh, the uh, an average slice of pizza at Cuts and Slices is like nine ten dollars. EAD. Well, <laughs> let me take that back because I'll, I'll tell you later. But it's 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 a it's a it's a tourist trap for sure because everybody goes there to New York to go there. 
That's a lot of places in New York. And I heard like you got to get in line like right when they getting ready to open because the line be so long because it's like oh. I gotta say that I was I I was able to eat here before I leave and go home. But see, I hate that mentality. That I gotta go to this place to say I was here. No, you don't. No, you don't. Cause who are you doing it for? Everybody else. Cause you know it's going right on the gram, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh look where I'm at, and then you're going to buy two more slices than you should have that you that you either could afford or should have got because you're going to be full of shit off the first two so now you wasted an extra twenty dollars and now you since you're buying two extra slices you got to buy another lemonade or another soda to wash that shit down so instead of going in there and spending thirty dollars you done went in there and spent sixty dollars yo majority of places that like oh you got to go here eat go here and eat i went and was just like eh. Rags. The places I just stumbled, I would just. This is my thing when your, I lived your in. Your taste buds are elevated, though. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> that got nothing to do with it. Zero. Good food is good food. I I don't I don't I don't go out to eat expecting to be like wowed. If I'm, I just don't want to do that. I don't do that to myself no more. I got but you. The places. This is how. This is when I was living in New York. This is how I found places I wanted to go eat. What do I smell walking down the street? Okay, so basically, what attracts you? Bingo. And there was this one place. It was in um, Times Square. I really can't remember the name of it. But I just went in. I was just like, it smells good as shit in here. And I'm like, all right. So I get the menu, chilling. A little tapas style, a little small plates. I think I ha- <laughs> normally I just get my one dish and I'm cool. Like I'm not a big eater. I think I have four different things in there, bro. Because I just was like, damn, this is good. Like going back, going back. That was like I think that was the first place I had eel, <laughs> and I was like, damn, this shit fire. So it's just you know, but yeah, man, good times, good times, good times. So I would be remiss if I didn't mention this, but um, Michael Michael Chiarello, chef and Food Network, Network star, dies at sixty-one. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Uh, his culinary empire included several restaurants, an olive oil company, a winery, and a retail business with a robust catalog. Um. So, rest in peace, Michael Chiarello. Mm-hmm. Oh man, sixty one. He was young. Now that I'm getting old. Now that I'm getting older. Sixty one is young. Super. He still has some life left. Yeah, at least a good twenty five thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Like, um. Hate to be a Debbie Downer, but like the older I get, like when I'm in your twenties, you're like, oh man, that's old, forties old, thirties old. Now I'm in my thirties, I'm like, this shit ain't that bad. Listen, it's what you make it. True, that's a fact. Shit, I was, was, was about to be November. Let me see, what? Shit, I'll be forty in nine months. <laughs> what did Jay say? 
He was like, 40 is a new 30. What did he say? Yeah, 40 is a new 30. He right. <laughs> I, I really think, I ain't there yet, but I'm I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm just thinking about how I'm a, how I need to start planning this kick ass 40th birthday party. Oh yeah, we in there, gang gang. <laughs> you going so we you going to do it here? Or you going out? No, nah, I'm gonna do it here because I'm trying to be considerate of people's pockets. Your last joint was and <laughs> your last joint. What? Did you, you join at the crib during the pandemic? Yeah, it was kind of was lit. Uh, oh my! When I turned thirty eight, yeah, it was lit. It was it was chilling. It served its purpose. It did. I just remember pulling up. I'm like, it's a lot of COVID floating around in here. <laughs> Packed like sardines in here. It definitely, it definitely was a lot of the nineteen in the building. Yeah, I'm like, what? Who, who coughing in here? Get yeah. out! Yeah, right. <laughs> Good time. Yeah, no, sure. but um, forgot what we was talking about. Uh, your fortieth birthday party. Oh, um, yeah, you know, cause look, right, it's a milestone year for sure, and you know, I want people to come and be able to enjoy themselves. But I think when you were, when you're planning something like that, I think I'm behind the eight ball. I should have been like planning that. Mm-hmm. Especially if I want it, if I want to have it the way I want to have it, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not going to be cheap. So I'll figure something out. It might, it might turn from a 40th birthday party to a 40th barbecue. That I mean, that's a good look. So you want to get a jump in a motivational and get up out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think some of the Patreon con- uh, conversation spilled over in this episode, bro. It definitely did. It definitely. Did. <laughs> <laughs> It's cool though. Head on over to Patreon. But um, you got something for motivation? Yeah, yeah. Um, so before this was many, many moons ago, many episodes ago, we had I, I don't know if we spoke about it or did an entire episode on mental health. Yeah, yeah, we did a whole episode. But uh check out that episode, everything un parentheses healthy. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be cognizant and be mindful of always taking care of your mental health for sure um nobody can take care of it for you you put it off and put it down put it to the side and stuff you're going to come back and rear his ugly head and bite you in the ass Mm -hmm. every time so talk about it let people know what's going on with you if you have that kind of a circle around you where you're comfortable enough right but definitely put you and your mental health first because for, forget a fucking job. Jobs to the side, all that stuff to the side. No, you won't be good to anybody else, but you need to be good for yourself first. That's a fact. And if you're no good for yourself, you can't be any good for anybody else. Mm-hmm. So just always keep that in mind. I'm going to piggyback off your John. I had something completely different, but... Um, just because of what you said, charity starts at home. Yeah, you learn to give at home first, and that's including giving to yourself, allowing yourself grace, giving yourself an opportunity to say, giving yourself the opportunity to say, 
I'm okay with not being okay. Right. So that's where my motivational mic drop for this week, man. Charity starts at home. And home is yourself, your family, and then it branches out the community, so on and so forth. But it all starts at home. So it starts with you first and then branches out. So that's it, man. Good talk, man. Hey, man, it just, it just, it just feels good, man, to not do this through a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For sure. The phone, the phone shit is cool, but I, like... The phone shit... It's a also a good problem to have. Hell yeah. Because when all those fails, it's like, yo, look, I'm going to call you in 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, knock it out. And then, you know, you got content for the week. But getting together and being able to do this and have these little shits and giggles and whatnot and getting way off topic for no reason. Yeah, we don't do that often. So, you know, like, what we was rapping about on Patreon, we are listening to. So, go head on over to the Food Joint Podcast at Patreon. Mm-hmm. It's only $5. Only $5. Low corny $5. You, 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 you spend that in the poppy store on bullshit. Listen, <laughs> between Monday and today, I found $5. Different I, different increments. I wish. <laughs> I found uh, I, I thought I was I thought I was Scrooge McDuck. I found sixty dollars in Baltimore in the in the hotel me oh, and the shit. babe stayed at. We uh-huh. went to Baltimore for yeah. anniversary. I went to the bar completely unrelated, just trying to get Mother's Day buffet food prices. Right, sixty dollars right there on the ground next to the stool where I was standing at. Damn. I stepped on that shit so fast. <laughs> OG move right there. Faked it, bent over like I was tying my shoe. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, I'll never forget. I'll never forget this one time, right? <laughs> I tried. I lost $250. Damn, I know you felt like your life was coming to an end. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. I was pissed. I was pissed. Cause I don't like I don't carry cash. <laughs> but I was like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Yo, how, where the fuck it go?" And it, and I was like, "You know what? Where I was at, somebody needed it more than me." So I just okay. I kept that part, kept that in my brain. I was like, "Somebody needed it more than me." Okay. That that could have been. I might, I might even want to ask you where you was at. But um Popeyes. <laughs> okay, <y'all. laughs> right. Told you I was in Popeyes, bro. All right. All right, crazy play on words. It's cool, bro. Would you be- but <laughs> I almost lost two hundred and twenty five dollars like two months ago. Doing what? So I had to go to Home Depot real quick, right? Mm-hmm. I had to go to Home Depot. Went to Home Depot, got what I needed to get. I had these nut ass ball shorts on. That That's the worst. That didn't have no pockets. What? Where the fuck you carrying money? So no, my guy, my wallet. I like it was. I did. This, I did some nut ass shit. I like put it right here, oh, like the flat right man. in the shorts and shit. So you ain't want that money. I ha- I had it, and I'll go back to the car, put the stuff in the car. You know, um, mind you. I had a hoodie on, so why didn't I have it in the hoodie yeah, pocket? The fuck? My hoodie pocket was full. Keys, so? phone, other shit, whatever. So I had the wallet right there. So apparently Keys you could carry it in your hand. I dropped my wallet either in the cart or right there in the parking lot. Get in the car. Damn near drive all the way home. 
You know the Luke oil around yeah. the corner? I stop at the Luke oil. Oh, no. I'm like, God, no. Like, no. Bro, I ran every light. <laughs> From the gas station to Home Depot. I'm looking through the I'm looking through the park a lot. I go oh, back and start home. I was home. Oh shit. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm like, damn, where I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I'm home, bro. So it's this dude. He's in his car. He sees me. He sees how frantic and upset I am. So he's like, so he so I see him pull up to me and he jumps out the car. I'm like, you found my wallet, didn't you? And he, he was like um, what's your address? So he had already like looked Check at my, the, checked yeah. my ID and shit. He was like, "What's your address?" Told him my address. He was like, "Yeah, I found your wallet. It was in your cart." Yada yada yada. He's like, "Don't worry about it. All your money, all your shit that was in your wallet is still there, bro." God gonna bless him, yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, for sure. But That's solid. I was going to get it back regardless. It was just going to take time because he said I was going to give your wallet. To the police officer that was in the parking lot, like yo, he lost his wallet, his ID is in there. Right. Can you make sure he gets his wallet back? So it would have took some time. He said, but he was like, you, you know, I don't really, we don't really fuck yeah. with the cops like that. <laughs> so I probably would have just dropped it off myself, bro. Fuck, bro. <laughs> I went from eleventh grade to college. Fuck twelve, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro, I hug, uh-huh. I hug bull and everything. Oh like, man, bro, like what? Like what, bro? Lifesaver. Bro, listen, my weekend was over. I had an attitude. Don't talk to me. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, man. Another another weekend of books, man. Yep. We're going to get up out of here. Yep. Once again, I'm one of your host, Mills. I'm your man, P. Love, peace, and chicken grease. Peace. <laughs>